All right, and welcome to episode two of Rick and Morty, discussed by Kim and Ado. And we're looking at uh, season one, episode two here. Um, you know, we, we covered the pilot last week. Um, and look, you know, they really started to kick off, uh, you know, what Rick and Morty is all about, I guess, um, you know, from episode two. It's one of my favorites. And mm-hmm. I know that, um, you know, Kim loves this episode too, but we kind of like A and B story you know different uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the inception sort of dream part of it and um you know kim loves the the snuffle story um how are you tonight kim i'm not too bad a bit rough after the last weekend <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean look we'll try to get through this as quick as we can look the storyline for this episode um you know in a nutshell you know rick's made an invention obviously at the the beckoning of uh you know, Jerry uh, with the family dog Snuffles. Um, and, you know, it's to, for him to get a little bit more intelligent, obviously. Um, and and it goes all haywire. We'll discuss what goes on there. Uh, and, you know, the other B part of the story is <laughs> Rick and Morty, um, they want to go and do Inception on uh, Mr. Goldenfold, who's Morty's math teacher to change M- Morty's math grade and uh, from an F to an A. Um you know and and that's where you you cover the inception part of the story but that's it in a nutshell and um you know we know that kim you know you love the nuffles the the yes nuffles and lawnmower dog story what do you what do you like about that well lawnmower dog uh so it's based on a very famous film from back in the 70s i think called lawnmower man has pierce brosnan in it (laughs) as the scientist um, where they experiment on a intellectually disabled man and give him super intelligence. <laughs> so it's it's that story, but put on a dog, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, and you know, um, Snuffles, you know, he changes his name to Snowball. Um, that's actually an homage to the revolutionary, the revolutionist pig uh, Snowball from Animal Farm by George Orwell. Um, oh. Yeah, and um, you know, so that's that's quite. I never picked up on that. Yeah, and um, I just laughed at it because it's you know the whole um, the idea of uh, once you've received your awakening about your slave background, you you change your name to get rid of your slave name. (laughs) Yeah, I think it is actually, and and the character in that um, George Orwell is based on. the guy who stood against uh, Stalin, I believe. Uh, yeah, the the the, uh, the opposing uh, party to Stalin. So it's a rather uh, interesting well, fact about it. Reasons, that's one of the reasons why I love Rick and Morty so much is because of there's just endless references. There are endless pop culture references. There's probably ones that we're not, you know, we've missed completely and aren't even mentioning. Um, but there are so many, and it just adds to the layers of enjoyment of Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, indeed. And look, so the episode starts off with um, the dog pissing on the carpet. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we have three dogs, you and I personally, <laughs> so we know the frustrations of, you know, wait, sometimes we wake up to a horror show and, um, you know, Jerry sees the dog snuffles pissing on the uh, carpet and, Rubs you know. his face in it. <laughs> and then he does, one of the things that Jerry does often, as you'll find out, is that he does the old threaten... <laughs> to stop Morty from being able to go on adventures with uh, Rick unless he helps him out by making the dog a little smarter. Yeah, 
So Rick always decides to help out and, you know, create some little gadget to keep Jerry quiet for a while. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, th- I guess he kind of probably knows that it's all going to go awry in a way. <laughs> well, Beth does. <laughs> Beth, Beth's like, great, this will play out lovely. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, you know, they he makes the little knock-up thing and, and Snuffles goes and, and pisses in the toilet <laughs> and then away you go. That's the start of, you know, that story. I think, you know, the really interesting thing, because obviously we didn't see much of Summer in the pilot, and in this episode, you kind of really you get, get to know Summer. A bit you more. get to know Summer a bit more, and she's very moralistic. Like you see her there, like <laughs> disagreeing with Jerry when he's like, "Oh shit, we better pull out of this." And you yeah. know, you can't give a bestow. You can't bestow sent- a being with sentience and then rip it away. <laughs> and and I think I like the you know obviously you get an introduction to the dynamic between Summer and Jerry because she's really dismissive of him and like well, she's uh, the, she's the you know classic teenage daughter towards their dads they're <laughs> poor dads with teenage daughters it's just awful yeah so anyway you know you've got um rick and morty they head off and they're, they're going to do inception i love at the start how i mean I, I wonder which of the creators or who involved in the show <laughs> yeah. that really fucking hates inception yeah, they the, bad mouth inception so bad if it's confusing and stupid then so is inception <laughs> <laughs> did you understand inception i did but and i really enjoyed it i liked i like inception but my dad was one of those people who really, he was like, it's stupid. <laughs> I was like, do you get it? And he was like, yes, I get it. It's still stupid. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I guess I like it. I mean, I don't know if I fully get it, you know, all the bloody layers. But anyway, so Rick and Morty, off they go to incept Mr. Goldenfold. And um, I love the, the Mrs. Pancake show. You don't know <laughs> me. <laughs> and Goldenfold gets incepted and, you know... Um, I love how when they're on the plane and they decide to try to, you know, start off the old in, in, incept him with the idea to give Morty A's, they do by trying to go to being a terrorist. Yeah. And with, uh, yeah, with their Coke bottle uh, suicide vest. Yeah. And, um, I, yeah, I just think it's hilarious, you know, how he's explaining to Morty that if you die in your dream, you die yeah, for, yeah. for yeah. real life, you know. Yeah, he's like, you, you avoid getting shot in real life all the time. Just keep doing it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so off they go. And, it, it, you know, that's the story that I love. I just love the layers down into, you know, into you the love, dream. You um, the second layer the, yeah. the sexual palace oh mate the <laughs> mrs pancake's dream world is so hilarious and i guess you know i love so many things about when you go down into the dream world i think i love um sexy summer <laughs> well i mean i love that mrs pancake's dream world is just absolutely depraved and you get your first introduction i guess to um rick being a bit of a sexual adventurer and he's not exactly what you'd call straight and simple he, yeah. he comes there with a garden gnome and a bit of a sex, you know, <laughs> outfit on. And, um, He's like, shame is forget- forbidden in the pleasure dungeons. <laughs> Act cool, Morty. <laughs> so, uh, he, he, yeah, but that's when you meet sexy... Sexy summer. And uh, let's about... Get, let's get intergenerational. <laughs> <laughs> She's filthy and inbred too. And that's, uh, you know, a dirty, pervy <laughs> attraction from Goldenfold. And mm-hmm. uh, I love how then that's where they've got to dive down into the second and um you know <laughs> into the second third level layer, of the dream third layer. yeah where where you where you first meet scary terry <laughs> and um you know obviously you know that's a that's a, a 
a copy of the old um, Freddy Krueger story. I love it's how it's illegally safe. Knock off, off. <laughs> yeah, because he's got swords <laughs> for hands, <laughs> which is hilarious. And <laughs> swords for fingers, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Yeah, it's so yeah. hilarious. And the um, ability to come up with any other catchphrase. <laughs> one of the things that I think is is cool. I mean, uh, the layers, Mrs. Pancakes, because of all the oh hi, come over here. And I love that. Why is the centaur got like such a horrible dungeon? <laughs> Nightmare. Right. Yeah, when they go into the centaur for the fourth layer of dream, and they're like, "What the fuck? Why is why is the centaur having such a nightmare?" <laughs> and it just you just like, "Well, yeah, what's going on here?" And um, yeah, so it's pretty hilarious. And then look, they cut back to the you know the summer, you know, and and Jerry with with Snuffle's story, you know, throughout this you know bit they're cutting between story A and B, and. Um, yeah, I, I love when Snuffles comes out with the add-ons, you know, to his uh, yeah. thing where Snuffles he's... Snuffles fix. Snuffles make better. <laughs> <laughs> so we can start talking. And obviously it doesn't take long for Snuffles to realise that, uh, you know, dogs have been a little bit, you know, mistreated. And oh, Well, that's one of my favourite... That's why I think one of the things that I love about this Snuffles story is that every time humans create something... It seems to be this inbuilt fear that whatever we create is going to turn on us. It's kind of like we all have this deep knowledge of how horrible humans are and that if anything had a chance, they would rise up and destroy <laughs> us for how horrible we are. Yeah, well, it I'll tell you something what. A lot, it says something deep about the human psyche. About uh, well, how I'll tell you why. Because, really mate, anytime they turn on one of those AI robots, they <laughs> always make these horrible <laughs> things like they're going to kill humans or brain humans. So, you know. I, I understand it. <laughs> so anyway, you've got, um, you know, obviously when he starts doing the add-ons and he, he comes into the room when Summer's, you know. Where are so, my testicles, Summer? Where are my testicles, Summer? <laughs> is is probably the line of the whole episode, it's I reckon. So uh, and he looks so cute in his little outfit. And that's when you find out, obviously, that he's decided as an homage to you're rising up against oppression he changes his name to snowball my other my other favorite part is morty's life as snuffle's pet (laughs) morty's got all these women he's got like a big bed he gets served food every day you know just like you give to your pet that's right i love i love i love the flip script you know where morty's the dog of 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 of, uh you know snowball's you know (laughs) world um but yeah so you've got um you know you you, you've got you got uh, where are my testicles summer and then that's where basically dog domination of the world starts and um you know uh, you, 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 all the little scenes like, yeah. yeah i mean we'll get to the scenes i'll tell you what my favorite scene coming up when we when we get back to the snuffle story but um yeah, I love that when um, Scary Terry's chasing them, like, you can run, but you can't hide, bitch. <laughs> I love that Rick's like, well, hang on a second. He says that we can run, but we can't hide. I, I think we should hide. <laughs> yeah. And then he can't find him and just gets tired. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, I mean, that's a bit of a life lesson, I guess. Just don't <laughs> gobble up whatever someone yeah, says to yeah. you. Like, think but about that's it. That's a really good point, Rick. <laughs> I think we should give it a go. I mean, we could hide. It's not exactly as if you would be broadcasting <laughs> that information. Yeah. So they hide and um i love that when he gets tired and they follow him home i absolutely love his normal home like <laughs> like well you're you're always like <laughs> you never want to talk about it <laughs> and i love i love out there not, not in, in here, here. <laughs> and one of the things that i love the absolute most is that scary brandon's just two knives as hands yeah, instead of swords. Little, little growing knives 
<laughs> little single <laughs> knives. <laughs> and it's so hilarious. Um, there's a lot of, there's just so many tiny elements in this. Like, you can rewatch this episode multiple times and find so many little tidbits that are enjoyable and like uh, more of your your fun jerry lines like when um they're in the cage and they he's it, snuffles is telling him he's being aggressive and they're gonna he's gonna get his nuts chopped off and jerry because he's like you you'll you'll be fine after the surgery tomorrow or after the procedure tomorrow and jerry's like you think you're gonna control me with a haircut <laughs> <laughs> just to show how dumb I'm and dumb jerry. yeah <laughs> uh and then look you know you you know you've got um rick and morty making friends obviously because they go into scary terry's dream and i love how his dream is like really insecure and he's got no pants on and he's got he hasn't got the life (laughs) and i love how rick and morty like give him pants and they're like don't even trip dog we got you dog (laughs) and they tell the teacher off for him oh like no never because in um you know in dream therapy and in psychotherapy addressing those reoccurring dreams really does remove like past traumas so when he wakes up and his wife's like i haven't seen him this relaxed in years (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know i i love how that's sort of um you know they start making their way out of the dreams there with scary terry now that they're friends with him blast through all the levels because just like freddy krueger he can travel through dreams (laughs) (laughs) And um, when they get back and they join up story A and B, I love how when um, Rick and Morty like go and free because they're tied up in the yard or chained up in the yard, Summer, um, Jerry and um, Beth. And when Morty goes to hug Summer, she's like pressing her breasts into him and he's like, eh. It's <laughs> all freaked out after uh, sexy Summer. He's like, no. <laughs> Uh, and then look, you know, they've basically Jerry's decided that the way that he's gonna, you know, get through to uh, Snowball is by going and pissing on all their stuff, and he squats to take a <laughs> shit because it belongs to him now. And look, I've got a dog. I can't even go play golf with my friends because my golf bag stinks of piss, and we've got one pissing dog that you just. You know, it's Potty. He's our alpha dog. He's our number. He's our number one dog out of the three little herd pack that we've got here, and he has been in a constant alpha war with Adrian <laughs> for fifteen since, years. Since we got him, oh, for thirteen years, <laughs> pissing on everything. Like even like. But, no, he only pisses on your shit. Oh no, he pisses on my stuff only. He pisses on your stuff. What a prick. <laughs> uh, anyway, so look, um, that's when Snowball takes Morty as his pet, yeah. and then oh. It's my favorite part of the whole episode is where they do the you know the the homage to the Terminator where the dogs are taking over the world. Yeah, and yeah they're all they're all in their um what do you call them exo exoskeletons? <laughs> they're all stomping through the streets. Yeah, and they cut away to all the things dog related, like the dogs playing cards in the bar um, and no, stuff. No, my my favorite bit is when they um capture the news reporter and they're like, oh, what is she saying? I think she's saying I love lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> and um so you know you've got um rick morty's like you you cut to morty in in snuffles world and or snowballs world where he's the pet he's there with these hot women in bed yeah he's got everything he could ever dream of he's got like this massive grin on his face he's just like oh 
Thanks, Fido. As Fido serves him breakfast. <laughs> and then Rick Rick comes in and explains to him that it's all a dream. It's their yeah. their incepted uh, snowball, <laughs> and that Morty, you know, they they he explains to Morty that he's got to go and make him the sick dog in yeah, in, in Snowball dead. World. Yeah. yeah, and look, we've just spent what two surgeries in our dog for three grand, so we yeah. know what you go to for you know to yeah. help your I sick would animals my kingdom for Morty's health <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so obviously that's how they tw- they turn snowball's attitude towards humans yeah. and so he wakes up realizing that we are not them <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love he, uh, uh, he doesn't want to take over the humans anymore <laughs> i love i mean in later episodes i love the outfits that they come up with but i love uh, rick dressed up as a dog for <laughs> With so his funny. nose on. With his floppy ears and just like a, <laughs> a nose connected with string. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so obviously, you know, they, they you know, snuffles or snowball, you know, he changes his mind that, you know, in his, the dogs are, are better than humans, obviously, and decides to go to a different <laughs> world. So that... a different planet populated by intelligent dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, look, you know, that's the episode. I think, um, you know, what, what do you think the moral... Of, um, we should explain to any listeners that, obviously, you're, you're a psychotherapist, a psychologist. Yeah, yeah. Is there any psychology in this uh, episode? I think that, you know, the dream world and overcoming, you know... Um, fears slash you know hang-ups or or conventions a lot of there's a lot of uh nods to different um psychotherapy uh tropes i guess you know one there's the kinks all of the kinks that everyone keeps hidden (laughs) if you went deep enough into people's psyche you'd find some real (laughs) messed up desires damn straight it would yeah, (laughs) yeah yeah There's also, you know, the fears and like having nightmares about, you know, being a failure at school and blah, 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 blah. And it sort of doesn't matter how old you get. All of those adolescent anxieties, if they're unaddressed, follow you on. <laughs> yeah. And I guess, you know, in the uh, Lord Mower Dog, I think it's probably um, just a little commentary on, on trying to change too much, I guess, about, you know, the uncontrollable. And, and you know, if you if you go and pull the you know, pull the lid off some things, you know, things that come out of Pandora's box. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think, um, yeah, the whole dynamic flipped on its head where, where the humans are the dogs and that the dogs are better than, Mm. than humans is, is quite a funny one. And, um, you know, I think that from an episode point of view, it's, they're both two good stories. Like, I mean, I think sometimes when you watch a Rick and Morty, I like story A or B, but in this one, they're both really for, for an episode two. You didn't used to like the Snuffles story. No. And I remember Every time I put this episode on, you know, when we, because I think as we already explained in the first one, we fall asleep to Rick and Morty and various other TV shows. But every time I put this episode on, you'd be like, no, <laughs> skip it. But then you got, you sort of grew on you. I think because yeah. Scary Terry. Well, I mean, I think from, that. yeah, I mean, the homage to, you know, Freddy Krueger and then you've got the Terminator one in there as well. Mm. Um, you know, it's just uh, for for an episode two, they start introducing you to some of those things there. Uh, you know, of the past is quite um, hilarious, really. So, yeah, it's hard not to like Lil Moe Dog. And, yeah, I love the, um, you know, I just love the characters in Golden Fur, like Mrs. Pang. You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, uh, you know, dirty, sexy summer. <laughs> yeah. Come on, little there, boy. There's, there's some great 
little characters i like all this i like all the scenes you know when the dogs are taking over the world like they've got the the dobermans are like his henchmen yeah yeah the doberman and the and the um oh the beethoven dog the saint bernard the saint bernard or his uh has or his muscle dog <laughs> and then they've they start all of the like human races like, there's all these dogs betting on human races yeah. dogs playing cards and, like yes. slapping the human servants <laughs> hilarious hilarious yeah i mean it's a all-rounder it's a good episode i think on imdb it gets a good rating like a, an 8.7 or something and you know like i think it's a strong effort into episode well, this, two this was the episode i think i mentioned in the last one that five minutes seven minutes into this episode i was like holy shit i love rick and morty <laughs> like i was like this is so smart so funny and on so many different levels i was just like blown away and you know i was just like oh my god that's it yeah it's a really funny episode i think you know like all the <laughs> you, you you they go at like a fast rate you know when you've got mm. the two two developing stories like that like all it's the, the layers there yeah lot happening in 20 minutes and that's the thing like a lot of if you watch it the first time like the first time i watched it i was like oh my god this is hilarious but multiple watches after that i kept finding more and more things <laughs> yeah enjoy. like little things like as they go deeper into the levels and things get more panicked instead of like you know placing it in ears and stuff he or he, he like knocks them all out and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like punches him and or and he chokes the centaur <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to to knock to him make out. Him unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the different ways of in, of causing the inception. Yeah, it's and I like um I like how not just stealing from Inception the layers, but also stealing the fact that Goldenfold was an active dreamer and you know started defending himself in his <laughs> dreams and trying to kill them, which is also from Inception, which is why they have to keep going down the layers. <laughs> yeah, because his his con yeah his consciousness starts panicking as well when they yeah, the threaten guy, Mrs. Pancakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy in Inception that they're trying to incept has had like dream training and knows how to defend his consciousness, knows how to defend himself, which is one of the things that my dad thought was super stupid about Inception. <laughs> and uh, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, you get golden for you got a little a little uh, intro to him in the first one when Mon Morty was fondling oh, him, no, but yeah, in man. this one you see he's like little weird he's quite deranged yes. yeah he's a little bit of a weirdo he's a little bit of a sickie <laughs> we've all probably had one of those teachers i reckon oh definitely there's a lot of weirdo teachers out there <laughs> but yeah I, I like i like the episode and um you know what what's the one after this one i think um is it the, the one after this one is the first episode i ever showed you so once i'd you know, found Rick and Morty and binge watched a couple of episodes. The next episode, Anatomy Park, oh, yeah. <laughs> is what I showed you because you're a huge Jurassic Park fan and I knew that you'd appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, in another um, part of my world, I play a lot of fantasy sports and um, I, I, I actually go by a handle called Adrianosaurus. <laughs> Adrianosaurus Rex. Adrianosaurus Rex, and and the theme music to my uh, <laughs> to my show Which is your football supercoach show <laughs> is for some reason Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's the Jurassic Park theme. So, um, you know, it, it was I loved I love and look, you know, who doesn't love Jurassic Park? And um, 
<laughs> but yeah, so it's a it's a strong episode too, and it'll be really fun to chat. Um, you know that episode. But look, I I, I really enjoy uh, episode two. Um, I like the two storylines, and I think um, you know if you're starting somewhere for Rick and Morty, you know if you can get past the pilot, you, I think you know by the time you get episode two, I think it really changes your point of view on on Rick and Morty as um, a show. Do you want to hear some really random trivia about the Lawnmower Man? side of the story oh, go for it yeah so lawnmower man uh originally a short story by stephen king but the when they turned it into a film they changed it so much that stephen king sued to have his name removed and they removed it from the title and everything but they accidentally kept it in the credits so he sued for more damages once the movie came out oh stephen <laughs> king mate he Stephen King's a fucking legend. I'm sorry. Don't say anything bad about Stephen King. He has written he's, he's very so scrupulous. many goddamn yeah. stories, and so many of these amazing stories, even his short stories, have been turned into amazing movies. Yeah, I mean, he's very prolific. He can turn out a story in yeah. bloody ten minutes, mate, oh, that bloke. I know. It, a lot of people don't realise just how many movies that they have seen that have actually been written by Stephen King. Yeah, well, I mean, look, uh, personally, I, we can't. Kim and I can't even go to bed, you know, after watching a scary movie. I so can. you can't. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Kim and I, not. It's Adrian, me. Adrian has to watch Disney cartoons if we watch a scary movie. <laughs> I remember there was one night where I really illustrated our uh, different tastes. I was in the lounge room watching Dexter or something, and you had to go to bed early, and you were like, "Oh, I can't go to bed after watching Dexter." So you went to bed early, and I could hear. Tale as old as time, <laughs> song as old as rhyme. <laughs> Beauty and the beast. Coming out of the room, I was like, "Oh, you're adorable." Yeah. So, adorable. <laughs> yeah. So, thanks for your Stephen King logic, but I mean, I, I, I mean, I've lo- watched a lot of Stephen King's one ones, but before seven p.m. <laughs> <laughs> as a rule, I think. Before it gets dark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, thanks for listening, everyone. Episode. Uh, two in season one obviously we're many seasons in so you'll hear from us you know every week we'll cover an an episode and um catch you next week everybody